You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Welcome back to the 9to5 Entertainment System where we watch movies and stuff so you don't have to. Transformers versus G.I. Joe. La La Land wins. Bill Paxton's dead. Twister rocks. Shetland is okay. House is bad at anesthesia. Scream Queen season two. ER. The gang turns black. Quantum Leap. The Mike comedies. <laughs> then we talk about Community, Anchorman, Cheech and Chong. We talk about The Arrival and Denis Villeneuve. Uh, we talk about John Wick, Moana, Aliens, and Edge of Seventeen. Oh, All over the fucking place. This and more. So much stuff. G.I. Joe, I think, ages like kind of the best. Really? Oh. Transformers is kind of weird. Yeah, tra- well, Transformers has the thing. I don't know if you've noticed, John. I've been watching a lot of cartoons lately uh-huh. on account of the Eliminator. Yeah. And some of it is good and some of it kind of not so much. Well, yeah. Well, Transformers has the whole thing where it's like there's good like... Episodes. Like, there's good episodes and then mm-hmm. it's Lots like a lot of filler. filler using recycled animation and all that stuff. Whereas yep. G.I. Joe was produced to order... Right? Like, they would only make, like, little six-episode runs all the time. So they actually could, like, have writers and make things and whatever. Anyway. And the, and the little plots are always cool. Like, the first Well, the first is the mass. First is the mass device, the mass transporter. Device. Yeah. Then it's the weather dominator. Yeah. And then it's the pyramid of darkness. Yeah, exactly. And those were all produced. And that's the other messed up part about G.I. Joe is that those were produced independently and then sold individually to channels. So they weren't subject to the same like censorship and stuff like that because they, they weren't. The violence was ratcheted way up. Yeah, like, yeah. and Jack Joe was like significantly more violent than anything that was like on yeah. TV. Yeah. Like so, yeah, because they were sold independently yeah, to the channels. It wasn't like produced by ABC or whatever hmm. the fuck it was. Anyway, uh, the Academy Award for Best Picture is John Wick Two. <laughs> Just Wait. kidding. It's Moonlight. Just kidding. It's not. Did like you hear about this? So I, I did. I heard about it. I didn't actually watch the clip, though. It was. It's, it's a complete and total screw up. Not like uh, La La Land. Oh, sorry, Moonlight. It's La La Land. And La La Land comes up and like does their acceptance speech and stuff, and they're like, "Whoops." No, not only that, they're not whoops. No, yeah, one I thought the guys, they knew. No, he, one of the guys giving the speech, accepting, and sees the sees the sees the card that they've left on the podium is just like. Oh, guys, it says Moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This does not say La La Land. Okay, yeah. who, was oh. the, who was the guy giving the speech? 79-year-old Warren Beatty and Faye, Faye Dunaway. Dunaway. Whoops. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Which one of them was speaking? I but, assume uh, it was Warren like, Beatty. Best picture is probably both of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. I think it was Warren Beatty who actually made the announcement. But they kind of say both. Like, I don't, I don't understand That's how this bad. happened. If you're the the... I, I said my thing is a conspiracy theory, but, like, other people have jumped on board with that, like Ronan's thing. Okay. Which is that, like, so apparently almost every single, not every single, but a good, good, good portion of the acceptance speeches, like, talked on the current, like, global political situation and right, right, right. like that. And then the, as artists, we need to have a united front and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, and ain't nobody talking about that. Okay. Everyone's talking about the hilarious mistake at the end. So they were like, it's a smokescreen. Just like yeah, but a bigger social media occurrence than all of the stars being like, we need to be united. Like, 
it, it, I mean, it would take like one person to make that happen to just be like, "Yep, that's not the story of the Oscars. This isn't going to be the protest Oscars. This is going to be the whoops we messed up Best Picture Oscars." I'd believe it if it was Clint Eastwood who gave it. Yeah, we don't know about Warren Beatty's politics. Isn't he in Bullworth? Yeah, he's, yes, I know. He's, he's that, that's some super, super that's some awfully sophisticated psyops for. I don't think so. Man. It would really Warren take B. like one old rich white person, which my, I understand is pretty much the academy, is a group of old rich white people. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. No, no, no. It's fully a conspiracy theory, but it's yeah. hilarious. Hilarious connotations of the fact that like where so many people gave like all these like moving, heartfelt speeches. Just, They're they, like they are all moot by the last five minutes of the I show. I just mm-hmm. don't understand how the production doesn't have someone on the edge of the stage to run out and just be like, "Whoa." No. Yeah, there's so much, so much organization, and they said that oh, they like they had another card or whatever, and then like for the for one of the guys giving an, ex- an acceptance speech to be the one to catch it, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah super stupid. These guys are actors, right? Like reading lines off of cards is kind well, of this their was job, like a producer, right? Producer, though. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like it was a producer who caught the mistake. Warren Beatty was just like, burp, 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 burp. and like that's it. And like there was like some talk that it was Emma Stone's best actress card that was like still messing around but she's like it was in my hands <laughs> like she's like i don't think it was mine like she's like i kept it as a little souvenir as that's a little cool souvenir. from that time i won best actress yeah exactly like an hour earlier <laughs> like, anyway huh so yeah i don't know I, I don't i've i have not watched an awards show in so long i just i don't get it i really uh three hours of like Circle jerking, sycophancy, like <laughs> millionaires giving millionaires each other giving statues. each other hands, <laughs> hand jobs, and little golden statues. Like I watched a little bit of the Hugh Jackman one, which was like the song and dance Oscars yeah. a couple years ago. Okay, and what's his face from the British Office? Ricky Gervais when he does the uh, when he does the Golden Globes. I yeah. watched a couple of those. Those are funny. Yeah, exactly. but you can just wait for like a supercut on the internet of like the best moments. Like that's. I mean, I didn't even do that today. I was busy at work. Yeah. But like, but that's that's. And, uh, and I always watch the Sarah McLaughlin. I will remember you. Speaking death death sequences. Of I will remember you. That there's something there's something super weird about those that makes me really sad and emotional. I'll sit there for three minutes going. <laughs> The director of photography from Gone with the Wind, <laughs> like just I don't fuck. Yeah, <laughs> they must have got. They must have had to had to hustle this weekend, eh? Like, are like you heard who died? Tons and tons of people. Yeah, but like who died yesterday? Bill Paxton, yeah. man. Yep, yep. And he okay. died like yesterday. Like I was like, did he did he make the reel? <sighs> I don't know. It was like ah, that is uh, the best Probably review. Not, it yeah. was just a, a quick cut of all of his deaths. Game, no, just like the whole game over, man. Game over. Freak out. Just like the yeah, exactly. whole thing. Apparently ad-libbed. Yeah. Bill so this Paxton. is the best. So, yeah. like, I don't know. Like, the, and the internet's being the internet. And, like, there's, like, a lot of, like, the big memes of, like, uh, RIP Bill Pullman and, like, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, not Bill Paxton. And I was like, man, I was like, if there's one person who the internet should champion, it's, like, Bill Paxton. Who else has been in Terminator, Aliens, and Predator? Killed by Terminator, Aliens, there's, and Predator. He's the other one. There's two people who've been killed by a Terminator, Predator, and Alien. I think it's just Bill Paxton, yeah, man. Another one. I, I got to look it up because I was in all these threads for sure, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then also, man, if Schwartz fought tornadoes, like <laughs> <laughs> like, and yep. was in Titanic, like <clears throat> fucking near dark and near dark. He was like, in a ton of movies. Like he's like the B superstar. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't really know who's like a bigger star, bigger, bigger supporting '80s movies. Oh, there was, there's a couple there was, of them. Yeah, there was a list out of. 
um, actors' average box office takes. Yeah. And I think he, he must was be third. way up there. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Because Titanic, because Terminator, Terminator, uh, Aliens. Aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Twister, Twister too. Twister, we were Twister about was Twister, like a big ass movie. Holy crap, Twister! Like wh- I was talking about that at the coffee shop today because mm. we were remembering Bill Paxton, R.I.P. And we were like, Twister when it came out, I think was like second in my mind, like only to Jurassic Park in terms of like sheer blow you away special effects. Really? Like when you saw it, like you, I was like nothing. I have no recollection of seeing Twister. What? Oh, man. You're missing out, buddy. <laughs> Seriously. Really? Seriously. I, I didn't even think I would like it that much, but Riss is a super fan of Twister. I'm going to fucking And I've watched watch it a Twister. couple times. It's since. good. Like, it, 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 it's it, good. it holds up. It, like, uh, that scene I, where the house falls into the road and the truck just drives through it. Yeah, the house drives through the cow, the cow, cow flying through. Just even the when it rips up the, the drive-in movie theater, like, right at the beginning. Yep. Like, the, just the – I'm – like, for a movie made in the early 90s, which was really, like, on the cusp of, like, special effects yeah. times and yeah. stuff like that, I don't – no idea, but like just watching it right now, I'm like, "Yep, twisters are ripping everything to pieces." Even like now, like I it's, can go back. It's the Jaws of nature movies. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Just like, oh shit, I'm scared of t- fucking tornadoes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They make tornadoes horrifying, and like it probably would you know. be, man. I like, I, I don't think tornadoes are not horrifying. Like, yeah, if exactly. you were standing there and you had no way to get away, and that's like, like they're, they're like storm chases and whatever. Yeah, and you're just like, and you're like, oh crap, it's changing direction, and you're like, well. We're fucked now. Yeah. That's that. Here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> just like, get out of the way. Just brrr, this big thing. Man, like Tornado, what do they call it? Tornado Alley or whatever the heck it is. Like yeah. that. that Indiana. That's, yeah, yeah. Like that strip up and down like Central America. Mm-hmm. Central North America, I should say. Where I'm just like, why do you live there? Like, tornadoes will kill you. Like The fact that like everybody has to have a storm shelter because like they're not so damaging like a hurricane where you're like, oh, they took out a village. But you're like, a tornado can just like touch down and be like, screw this house. And then just like fly away. And you're like, well. They, they would probably ask, why do we live in a place where you'll literally die if you go outside without a jacket on for four months Because I can easily protect myself with well, a thing called a jacket. I, I get it. But it's, 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 a, it's a bunch of trade-offs. Storm, I understand. Right? We had a nice storm. Yeah. Tons of people yeah, died. Once in a while. Just like that was a freak event. Tornadoes well, are we, like, like every everybody year. has to have like a storm shelter in that area, right? Like, yeah, like you have yeah. to have a storm shelter. Like living in a part of the world, like a developed part of the world where you're like, nice house. What's the storm shelter like? Like when you're well, out whatever. shopping. If you live in California, you have to know where to hide from the earthquakes. And if you live in Florida, you have to have a bunch of plywood. Those are also dumb places up. to live. I'm like, all of those places. And if uh, in, in Montreal, your heater dies and during the storm, you, you, you freeze to death. Yeah, I feel like more people die in like forest fires and like earthquakes no. and than freezing in Montreal. Yeah, no, there's there's always kinds of death. Yeah. There's always Only every old big people storm who don't like turn their heater on. Exactly. Yeah, but those are old people who are, like willfully well, not. The same people heat. who die in hur- in tornadoes. It's just like, oh my god, to go out to the barn and like check on the horse. Like no, this that's is scintillating conversation. It's guys. very scary. This is magical. Okay, anyway, what, do you, what do you what do you got? What do you got, John? Um, I finished watching Shetland, two seasons of detective cop mystery on the remote Scottish Isles. Huh. Uh Thing like that. (laughs) (laughs) And wasn't your glowing praise, like, pretty good? Yeah, it's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) And and having finished it, I still, like, that's that's what I'll give it. It it wasn't, like, blow your brains out of the park, awesome cop drama, but it was definitely, like, a cut above the standard bullshit. Okay, it was but, fun, but, man. But, Check I think it out. but haven't we already like peaked in cop drama? I feel that like between The Wire and True Detective, I feel that we're like, nope, you don't get to do cop drama anymore. Well, you gotta, you just like you gotta dial back your expectations <laughs> for how 
like grisly the murders have to be there and have to be fucking grisly to be no, an, but like, like a compelling story, right? Yeah, so so this thing does make a couple of compelling stories and in the first season its its format is a two episode story arc every time. Okay, that's fine. So it's it's like long enough to actually get into it and have some twists and turns and, and then but like still short enough to keep it kind of tight and moving. Mm-hmm. And um they're a little, they're interesting twists and turns. It's not often who you were expecting who done it. The characters are all kind of cool because they're all insane people living in the Shetland Islands. Mm-hmm. I like, I recommend it. It was fun. And this is the, this is the, the interesting part is that the accents cover up if they're shitty actors or not. So, huh. you ever notice that? I like accents. But you think that's why you Game can, of Thrones has everybody with a British accent? Well, you watch foreign movies and then some, like if there's, if there's like a super heavy accent on the English, if they're sh- acting shitty, like it hides it a little. A little bit, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like we, I've, true, right? I saw The Last King. Not always. There's some, yeah, egregious examples, but yeah. I, I think it I was going to say that, up. yeah, you also, you have that with just foreign language films, just in totally. general. Yeah. Like, we found that, like, when we were watching, like, a bunch of, like, foreign language horror films and stuff like that, we're like, this is so scary, because just, like, a girl, like, crying and screaming in Spanish or whatever, yeah. I'm like, I'm on board, because I don't necessarily know, like, if the delivery what of those lines shit? are any good. Exactly, exactly, like, exactly. I just know that she's crying and scared looking. Like, I'm like, she pulled off crying and scared looking, but she uh, might have been... I feel like a lot of foreign cinema gets by on this. Like, when you're reading the dialogue at the bottom, you're not noticing how terrible the acting is. Yeah, yeah, Wreck. Was it Wreck? Yeah, Wreck is a lot like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wreck's a lot like that. Even... They're up to Wreck 3 now, eh? I think even maybe more. Yeah. I mean, even like, Autancion, like, I don't know how well... How great the Pretty, acting is. Uh, on a rewatches, I think I think not great. And like <laughs> the fact that the like music and the plot and everything else is just so driving, you know, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, you're exactly. you're able it, to the, avoid the it. Performances don't need to be but like, when, and that's it. Like the only yeah. thing they ever need to emote is like intense. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Like, but if if you like really pay attention to the performances, yeah, not yeah, yeah, not, yeah, not spectacular. Say Martyr, I don't yeah. think is necessarily has the best performances yeah. ever. I mean, like, and I understand French, but like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Scott, what are you, are you, do you have? A, I know. Are we, are we just going to uh, devolve completely into talking about movies? Because I know we have a lot of I finished Dirk Gently. Dirk Gently was lots of fun. Uh-huh. I'm partway through Voltron season two. Mm-hmm. It's continuing to be good. Yep. And uh, I'm rewatching House on Netflix. I don't know how you could rewatch it. I tried two or three episodes with Debbie because she'd never seen it, and like already every episode is the fucking same thing, episode to episode. And on the rewatch of it. It's even more apparent. My, my favorite thing about watching House, and this is, I work two years in the operating room, and I work two years for Central Labs, <laughs> and I get so much wrong. That's all I watch it for. Wow. Just like, why are there no nurses in the operating room? Where's the anesthesiologist? That patient is going to wake up mid-surgery. <laughs> what are they going to do? Why is the doctor in the laboratory? That's terrifying. <laughs> why is he touching the machines? That's a million-dollar machine. <laughs> He cannot touch that analyzer. He does not know what he's doing. <laughs> somebody somebody was talking about this to me, and they said that House never puts on his scrubs properly. They're always, like, half hanging off and whatever, and it's just like... And the nurse yeah. would throw him out of the operating room. Right. And, and also, the complete <laughs> lack of anesthesia in that show. It just What do you mean? For an anesthesia, for when you go into surgery, there is a doctor there. Whole job is to make sure to stay... That you, you stay asleep. That's, mm-hmm. your, that's his job. He sits there and he monitors the levels. He monitors, make sure you don't die. Yeah. Too much, and you're dead. Yeah. And and he's got a technician there with him, and the two of them just stand there and they're just like, hmm. Hmm. John John's getting his guts fixed. John's not, not going to die. Right. Not awake. Not dead. <laughs> not awake. And then you watch House, and there's like Chase and Foreman just in there by themselves, cutting a person open. I'm like, what the fuck? I just watched. Uh, I'm finishing up. You see, Scott, extras are expensive. It's like a pretty cutouts. expensive show. Yep. <laughs> I was Put a say, cardboard cutout out next to the machine at the front of it. On the other hand, yeah. I'm watching a serious medical drama, Scream Queen season two. 
And <laughs> so good. Like I, I kind of forgot about it, and then we like picked it back up again because we were like we forgot about a bunch of things in the movie. And you were just saying like no anesthesiologist and stuff. On the last episode that I watched, uh, so uh, John Stamos plays like an, Stamos. an award-winning surgeon who also has his right hand is the hand transplant of a serial killer, so his hand is like murderous. Uh-huh. And then he's trying to do like a Siamese twin operation, but the the right hand is murderous, and he's like, I'm a brilliant enough surgeon to do it with one hand tied behind my back. <laughs> There's a whole surgery scene where he has one hand tied behind his back. That's basically a continuation of his role on ER, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, and like for hundred hundred percent, they're they're tight. Like that's why he's in there. Is <laughs> and yeah, and then and then at the end of the surgery scene, minor spoilers uh, to calm him down. The various younger female cast members all sign, all sing "99 Red Balloons." <laughs> like, what? Such a good show. <laughs> If that sounds exciting to you, <laughs> John Stamos, in a horror show, John Stamos performing surgery with one hand tied behind his back, where then a bunch of young girls serenade him with 99 red balloons upon successfully separating Siamese twins. That is, if that, like, if that sounds like compelling TV to you, Scream Queens 2, like, delivers. Like, it does that and, like, delivers that. And you're like, yay. So if you're listening to this on your way home, get some popcorn, mm-hmm. watch an episode of Shetland, <laughs> an episode of Voltron. <laughs> And some Scream Queens. And skip House. Yeah, I'm in mean, Skip House. Yeah. So why, what, what makes you go back to watch House, buddy? There's two seasons I didn't watch. And it's... And are it's you like restarting it? Or are you just like... We started away? from the start. Like we're, we're in season six now. Are you getting there? Jeez. Yeah. That's like... And that's like a 22-episode season. Every one of them. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. And they're all the fucking exact same plot. I hate... Don't, I mean, like, I... Whenever I, like... I started watching... It's um, like... It's good... Food TV. Yeah. You're like, oh, the totally. pizza's here. We're going to sit down. Oh, my, my. You can practically oh, tell, like, what stage of the story you're in from the intensity of the music. So, like, even if you miss a scene and you sit down and he's all, like, at, like, level three of intensity or whatever, you'll be like, okay, he's, like, just figured out the first twist. And now the, the, the second twist is his about to come. His first hunch was his, wrong. His first hunch was wrong. <laughs> and the evidence doesn't. What a fucking. That was a show that I never got. Like, I never got the, really? rabid, the rabid fan base. I've never watched a full episode of House. I mean, like, <laughs> I've sat down every time I watch it. I'm like, nope, this is dumb. And then, like, so many people got really, really into it. I mean, I guess it's just, like, it's all hung on Hugh Laurie's being, like, fun to Cult's watch. personality. Right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. But, like... And oh. I thought it was fun to watch. And it was I never thought it was amazing, but it was definitely, like, like an okay hour of TV. Like, like eight seasons? Yeah. Wow. Eight 22-episode seasons. Jeez. A lot of shows got a lot less than that. Louise. Did you grow up on ER also? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. watched ER. ER was one of our uh, yeah. one of our family shows. Yep, me See, too. ER is all kinds of nuts though, because if you watch season when the helicopter 21, killed everybody? No. Yeah. <laughs> just what if happened? you watch like season twenty one, you're just like, What show is this how is this still ER? Oh, there's that nurse guy. Yeah. Like that's it. The entire main cast is gone. Yeah. I recall okay. I think I watched probably no, Anthony Edwards leaves. George, George Clooney, Clooney leaves. Yeah. Juliana Mark leaves leaves. Like yeah. the whole cast joins. is gone. <laughs> Stamos. 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 Yeah. Okay, but it was like a soap opera in a primetime slot right? with Michael Crichton (laughs) heading it. Of course it was going to make sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I thought ER was pretty good. ER did a good job of having like episodic stories that still had like a through line of like this character is working his residency or whatever and like has this problem at home and it's and like I thought he had like a helicopter <laughs> I thought it had the characters I thought the characters were really good yeah, yeah, which yeah. is like what they made had it compelling super stories because they're yeah. not there anymore yeah but that's okay yeah like I don't think I think that's all right as long as the like I mean I don't know if Lacey's in ER might be like a, 
total shit show. Like, I don't know. I watched a bunch of it because when I didn't have cable, it was on CTV all the time. And it was like still And on. it's just like. You're like, yeah, oh, I'm going to watch an old rerun. You're like, nope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Brand new might, episode. Maybe I checked out at season 10. And have yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I stopped watching when I uh, it was 16, 17 season. Like, it just kept That's going. That's a lot of ER. But I don't know. I was always pretty engaged. In and the then, like, mm-hmm. towards the end, Noah Wiley comes back, and it was just like, oh, yay, the young guy. But he's, like, 15 years old. Oh, grizzled Noah yeah. Wiley. <laughs> I bet he still it's has weird. a baby face, though. But like, it's weird. It's a, yeah. It was a weird show to watch. I don't know. Like, I mean, like, I, I don't hate that. Like, I mean, yeah. like, I get, mm-hmm. like, if, if the writing is okay and, like, the thematics of, like, serious ER drama just kind of keep going, like, I'm like, it, as long as, like, the writing never slips and the characters are still interesting. You can have like a revolving door. Cause, I mean, long like, as, yeah, as long as they don't end up at a Roseanne season 10 or whatever. Yeah. Where they no, just, just completely go yeah, off the rails. But just imagine you pick up an X-Men comic book and it's just like... That is what X-Men is like. You can pick up an X-Men comic yeah, and not recognize anybody. Right? And that's... that's Why is Magneto happened. in charge of the X-Men? That happened that, a long time ago. But right. At least okay, but that's what Magneto. I'm saying. I don't read Why a lot is, of X-Men. If I picked up an X-Men book and Magneto was in like charge. a clone of Magneto, Maggot, Cannonball, Marrow... Marrow, <laughs> uh, fucking, and Gambit. You're just like, what? How is this the book? Gambit's the leader. <laughs> okay, but but how do you not get it that on ER? It's the same thing. It's, but for normal that's what people. I'm saying. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like you want to pick up X Men and at least see like Wolverine, Cyclops, Cyclops, Wolverine, and Storm, and Storm. Beast, and whatever. Jean Grey, Nightcrawler. Yeah, but like some recognizable ones. You just right. want to see Chris Claremont's crew. <laughs> yeah, but, and even then, Claremont was all kinds of weird. Yeah, he had a lot of people coming and going too. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm. Well, yeah. Speaking of shows that I used to watch as a kid, uh, I just started watching the new season of Always Sunny started up. Oh, yeah. It was good. It's I haven't fir- watched it in like three or four well, seasons. How many seasons yeah. is that now? Twelve. Ten, I think. Ten or eleven. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, admittedly, they do ten episode seasons, though. Yeah. Like, like, they were, like they were uh, they were, I was listening to them on The Nerdist a little while back, and they were like, like, ten seasons, can you believe it? And like, even, like, I think it was like Rob McKelney was like, yeah, but let's be real. Those are like... <laughs> 10 episode seasons they were like when like you're like oh that's like as many years as cheers and you're like cheers was running 22 25 like in four seasons cheers had more episodes than we've done ever at all (laughs) like you know so it's like we're not like yes years wise we've been doing it for a long time but in terms of like raw output we're not in in his defense though i think they all sort of have movie careers yeah, yeah, budding well, around the sides like it's not like Charlie does. Yeah, Charlie does. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but they're doing stuff. Like if, anyway, so, anyway, so yeah, the 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 most recent episode is literally called "The Gang Turns Black." Okay. Ooh. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like just like instantly, the, like, the title card, and you're like, this got serious. Like, oh yeah. no! Like immediately, <laughs> fucking Dennis drops an All Lives Matter. <laughs> you're like, of course he does, Dennis. And but then it all so it basically involves them watching the Wiz and like lightning. <laughs> the Wiz? Yeah. What's the Wiz? The uh, like the m- 1980s musical. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember the Wiz. The Wiz. I watched Diana that. Ross like, and Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, Very I'm there. Weird. Anyway, and then they're like, it gets like the light, the VCR gets like hit by lightning or whatever. So they all look like themselves. When they look in a mirror, they they see black people, and then they're like, it's like, and then they were like, it's like quantum leap. And then there's like so many quantum leap jokes. And I was like, in a show that was like wrapped 25 years ago, there's constant quantum leap references. Scott Bakula guest stars. They keep <laughs> they keep talking about looking for Ziggy. <laughs> like, 
they don't even explain it that well in terms of like what any of the humor is. And I was like, A plus, guys. I was like, that's amazing. You loaded up an episode with quantum leap jokes in 2017. <laughs> I was like, timely, but yeah, exactly. And I was like, I, had, I was like explaining Sarah. I was like, and this happened in quantum leap. And so I was like, what is this quantum leap? That is hilarious. And that was one of the shows I watched a lot as a kid. Like that was a <clears> that was another yep. family family watch it didn't last what? long though eh? three it, seasons no Four? more than that really? it lasted five yeah you know, i'm gonna look this up hmm. i was like it lasted much longer than it's because when those it's it's like transformers when the episodes were good they stuck with you yeah like <clears> when <throat> he was he also he when he leapt into his brother in vietnam yeah. a fucking episode when he was uh the, the, the little clip of him looking in the mirror and going i'm retarded yeah <laughs> magical <laughs> Whatever they didn't, they didn't know that was a no word. Answer five seasons, ninety-seven episodes. Five seasons. So like, yeah, Quantum yeah. Leap has had basically as many episodes as always ten seasons. It's always sunny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a plus. And then also, I guess we've also stuff taken to watching uh, the Mick, mm-hmm. which is uh, the Caitlin Olsen vehicle. Oh yeah, is it, it good? It's basically if you were to take D Reynolds and then make her in charge of a bunch of rich kids, mm-hmm. and that's the show. So yeah. it's basically like she's like a trailer trash from like Rhode Island or whatever, and her sister was also is like a stripper who got knocked out by a rich guy. Mm-hmm. But then her sister like reformed her life around this rich guy, like married him, had three kids subsequently, mm-hmm. and right in the first episode, uh, Caitlin Olsen's character Mickey the Mick uh, shows up to ask for money, but then the uh, husband and wife, like the wealthy husband and wife, immediately get arrested for tax evasion and then skip town. <laughs> so then they're like next of kin and then she's like what and now she's left in charge of the kids yeah exactly but also <clears throat> is like i kind of want to milk this situation because i'm living a life of luxury mm-hmm. but i also don't really want to take care of the kids like she like it's is it, she funny it's very funny like okay. she's very i mean if you like d like it's she's like a slightly i wouldn't necessarily say toned down like i mean like she like feeds a teenage girl, Mike will like to make her pass out so that she can't go out drinking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like it's not necessarily like a tone. Like, like a lot of that stuff is like straight D Reynolds, like whatever. And then right. we're like, like she keeps pouring it. And she says it's absinthe or whatever. And she's like, you try to drink me under this table. And the teenage girl gets up and is like, whoa, and just wobbles. She's like, that doesn't make any sense. And she's like, yeah, that was an absinthe. That was Nyquil. And then she's like, how are you fine? She's like, mama handles her Nyquil. <laughs> you know, and she's like, she's like drinking it one to one. There's no trick. It's just like. Her, yeah. she is also chugging NyQuil. She's just okay. You know, like, stuff like that. Like, very, very... What's it called again? The Mick. The Mick. Also 10 episodes. We're, like, four or five episodes in. It's pretty, like, it's... It, it, I mean, it's about as strong as a TV show about D. Reynolds could be. Like, it's missing... I don't think that that's super strong. Like, no, it's... It's I mean, okay. Like, when mm-hmm. D's at, like, her best... Like, mm-hmm. when she's like, no, no. Like, like, when she gets, like, all, like, hair like hair-brained and stuff and gets, like, super angsty, like... Right. We got the hunger. Yeah, exactly. When yeah. when D, it's like D at her best is this show, pretty much. I, mm-hmm. I would I would say good popcorn, popcorn. Are you, are you still mm-hmm. in a non? It's always sunny zone. Uh it's hard to watch because it really rubs wrist the wrong way. That's so weird. Yeah, but like, why? Explain how. Uh, she doesn't like comedy that much. <laughs> Wait, was that? She doesn't like comedy. Yeah. I mean that that's Do like, you make her laugh? Yes. <laughs> so is that like saying you're is not Is she saying you're not funny? funny? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it goes back to the super trooper story. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. she watched the first ten minutes of Super Troopers and was like, hmm. Like, well, we're turning this movie off because it doesn't get better. <laughs> <laughs> like it maintains. Yeah. <laughs> like it, 
That's yeah. so so weird. There's like, just certain things she's just like, no, I don't want to watch. What like I think we've been through this. I don't know. We know a lot, a lot. Yeah. No, no. But I'm just saying. What did, what did she say? What did she say? The funniest movie was. Like she had something and it was not funny. Like we're not, or it wasn't like hilarious. We had like I, I pressed her for it and I was like, what is the funniest movie you've seen? And I can't remember her answer. I should have her on the show. Yeah. That, that would be some awkward fucking podcasting. <laughs> Super awkward. Just try to be like, what's funny? I think you should just make a web series. Be like, what's funny? With Marissa. And just like go through like one of those like IMDb like top 100 funniest movies of all time. Hmm. And then just like film Marissa. Is that list any good? I don't know, probably. I want to look it up. I'm going to look it up right now. I want well, to no, there'd be like there'd be like fan curated lists for sure. Like like find a list that has like Super Troopers or Hot Rod near the top and yeah. like ba- and base <laughs> yourself off that there list. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> like and then just being like, this is dumb. This is dumb and stupid. I I really I desperately want you to make this make this web series. Couple minutes every week of Marissa just shitting on movies that are like pretty much unanimously beloved as hilarious. Hot Rod is so funny. <laughs> But like that—that's one of the things. That's uh, one of the only movies that where Sarah and I don't see eye to eye on. on comedy. My God, this is the worst. What is this? IMDb, you have failed so hard. Uh, top t- top top three. Go, go ahead, guess. Uh, it's gonna be like Glenn or Glenda or like something like that. The Lego Batman movie, 2017. La La, La Land, 2016. Trolls, 2016. It's got. It's all got to be advertising. There's no, no it's fucking the way. Weird. Um, people come out of the movies and say, "I love this movie." 10 on 10. Yeah, like okay. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Funniest movie? Funniest, that's what it is. Yeah, no, but that's Gen- not, yeah, this that's is like top genre comedy. That, that, that seems... Yeah, okay, no, but maybe that's top gross comedy. No, no, or? it's the IMDb rating system. Yeah. Go Metacritic. Right. Yeah. Funniest... Uh, t- okay, I look IMDb 100 funniest movies of all time. Okay. This is a fucking quality podcast. Yeah, yeah, it is. Anyway. Us looking at our phones. Yeah, no, fun. see, like, I'm on the correct list immediately. Okay. Number one, Animal House. Number two, Caddyshack. Number three, Blazing Saddles. Okay. Like, yeah, she would hate all of those movies. Number four, Blues know. Brothers. Okay, I hate that movie. What? Really? It's a funny Brothers? movie. Yeah. I don't like that movie. Uh, I mean, it, it isn't in that weird space where it's like gotta have comedy, gotta have like vaudeville kind of everything in one. Movie. I just find that movie drags before it gets. It does drag. Like, yeah, it, 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 like just looking at this runtime, I was like, man, 133 minutes. That is too much Blues Brothers. <laughs> like I know that the music, like if you cut the music you end up with a normal length movie yeah but no. and like they don't cut any of the music like the, the singing and dancing numbers are not cut whatsoever yeah, I, don't, I don't i don't like that movie national lampoon's vacation the jerk stripes the jerk. young frankenstein ghostbusters young frankenstein is hangover super bad yep teach and chong cable guy that's really high what are you doing cable guy <laughs> how did you make it this list trading places oh yeah plane trains automobiles that's funny those aren't two pillows uhf History of the World Part 1. UHF is number what? UHF is number 18. That is wonderfully high. That I'm so is. happy that, I'm it's happy that, that, that it's that high. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have that many stars, man. It's only rated a 7.0 on stars. I feel like that movie like captured YouTube humor like 15 years before 15 YouTube years, was fucking like, invented. Want, like, what year do you think UHF came 1985. out? 1985. 89. 89. What? So 25 years before. 25 years before like real like YouTube humor. Eh, you, know, you know, like... I could say, uh, like, year 2000, there was, like, the start of still, memes still and whatever. Very, like, yeah. E-bombs world. Yeah. yeah. Zombieland. Great Outdoors. Pineapple yeah. Express. Dirty Work. Man, great Outdoors. Every time I think of ordering a large steak, I think of that movie. <laughs> Every single time. Yeah. I'm always, like, whenever there's, like, our, our world-famous, like, gazillion-ounce steak, I'm like, do I get a picture? <laughs> and I'm like, do I have to eat the gristle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that movie's great. 
And then the bear gets loose in the house, guys. Craziness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Movies like that, man. Like th- just like like half of those movies are all like based around like a crew of like five dudes. You have like John Candy, Steve Martin, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and I guess Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Like most of those movies on the top mm-hmm. twenty-five. Like even Zombieland. Zombieland's on that list. Bill, Bill Murray. Murray's still in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like just like that late seventies, mid eighties crew. Golden era of SNL comedy. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, what happened? Eddie they, Murphy. Eddie Murphy they, too. They inhaled the comedy away. I don't know. I just. I, I think that Murray got serious, but not fully serious. Steve Martin did a whole bunch of like dramas. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dan Aykroyd went crazy. He went totally but I, crazy. But I feel that what Dan, Candy died. Chevy Candy died, and Chevy, Chevy Chase turned gray. <laughs> just got, just got mean. <laughs> Jimmy Chase kind of had a return to comedy and community. Like he was very funny. And have you you've yeah, read the stories about what a shithole that oh, guy is? And like, yeah, yeah. but he was very funny in community. Sure. Like that's. Sure. I mean, like, like he, he sounds like a jerk <laughs> in the real world. Yeah. But he legitimately had a return to comedy. So form. I actually just finished rewatching all of comedy or uh, community, including maybe, the weird Yahoo seasons. Maybe not rewatching. I don't know. What do they have on Netflix? I just watched everything that was on Netflix. You're missing the Yahoo seasons. Yeah. No, they have the first five. They just don't have. Yeah. So there's two seasons on Yahoo. One season on Yahoo. Yeah, one, one season, season on Yahoo. Okay, I gotta track that down. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. weird. Yeah, it is Keith weird. David. <laughs> there's a lot, a lot of people missing. <laughs> like Shirley Pierce and really Troy. Troy. Yeah. yeah, yeah wow. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And they replaced them with Keith David. Okay. What are we interesting? Who is he? The voice of Goliath. Oh yeah. Whoa. Well, and also yeah. with the old guy, the old guy from uh, the old guy from Breaking Bad becomes In more important five, after Chevy Chase leaves. Yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't come back for season six. Oh, okay. Weird. Anyway, yeah, I think, and I also, I also feel that I mean, like, like those guys. I mean, I, I don't necessarily mind that they took a back seat, but they were never like replaced. Like I'd say, the closest guy who like replaced Jim like Carrey. Jim Carrey, maybe Adam Sandler, because like Adam yeah. Sandler had that stretch. He had a good stretch, yeah. like the like Happy Gilmore, Waterboy. He's, he's very much a Chevy Chase. Now he is a bunch of funny movies, a bunch of terrible movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then try to go for the Oscar with Punch Drunk Love. <laughs> like, but yeah, it's like I feel that they kind of like they made they like they left a vacuum, and then I think that like what was maybe the, it's maybe like Zach got like too formulaic, maybe like modern movies. No, God, no, fuck. Like I don't know what the but maybe I'm saying like really, really Seth Rogen. Yeah, Seth Rogen is the formulaic comedy superstar. Yeah. Of, of the the current generation, I guess so, but he's not uproarious. Like the only thing, I mean, and it's not a such Judd Ro- Apatow movie. No, yeah. Pine- Pineapple Express is really funny, and I guess it not he's not in it other than like as a cameo. But like a Seth Rogen helm, Superbad is very funny. This like, is the end. It's pretty funny. This is the end was okay, but this is the end was like very. I feel like kind of forty year old version was very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah it was a Judd Apatow kind of yeah. took over. Like I don't, but I think Superbad kind of stands above. Will Ferrell has a whole. Slew of films. Yeah, but you didn't have like a crew though. Like, and I don't think any of them. Like, no Will Ferrell movie other than maybe Anchorman to me yeah. gets close to like Ghostbusters. You know, like Anchorman's pretty close though. Yeah, it's yeah, a that, great fucking movie. Yeah, that's the quotability. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I was, I'm trying to think of like what like those movies. I'm like, I, and other than like I said, other than maybe Superbad and Pineapple Express, yeah. I wouldn't put any of the Seth Rogen, even Forty Year Old Virgin, yeah. and like Knocked Up and all that. I wouldn't put any of that stuff. Being like, let's let's make a choice between that and like stripes or that and the jerk and like Anchorman, just Anchorman. Yeah, Anchorman is kind of the only one that like heads up into that territory. 
So we're I guess we're talking. So yeah, exactly. Watch watch the funniest movies of all time. Like mm. start with Animal House. How yeah. do you feel about yeah. Animal House? Doesn't like it. What? It it has aged not great. There's some mm. slow Animal moments House is in not there. The greatest there's one. still some very funny moments in there, but like they're sandwiched between long bits of plot that are just not not well developed. What I like about Animal yeah. House is I will say that it's just like there's so much going on in it. Like like there's like like the sequence where like there's the uh the ladies man character who just kind of is like absolutely trying to sleep with like the older woman mm-hmm. and it's just like it's so like such a small part of the movie and you're like it's hilarious and like a lesser movie would make an entire movie out of that yeah you know like or even just like the the general revenge storyline whatever like but like the 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 restraint with which john belushi is used <laughs> you know like yeah. he's amazing yeah. and everything yeah. but it, yeah. it's not just like camera on him he's not like he's not chewing up scenery all the time you're just sort of like when he's in it it's amazing but you're like in a modern movie bill, Mur- be- bill murray and caddyshack right? that was exactly what i was thinking bill murray and caddyshack they're like okay let's stop doing this movie and start giving an excuse to put fucking bill murray and chevy chase yeah. in the same room yeah, yeah. that's it well <clears throat> no they hate each other don't put them in the same room no but th- they did a couple scenes together in that yeah, movie they- Hate yeah, each other barely. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they're barely in the set in that movie. Like they're they're he's the groundskeeper, and then Chevy Chase is the rich white. Like they're not in a lot of I scenes guess together. You're right. Yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. see it again because the Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah. Punched him out thing. Like it's they do not they do not like each other. Yeah. I wonder if they bury the hatchet. If they cheat and chonged it. I don't think they did. Hmm. One of them's gonna die, man. Yeah, super soon. It's like cheat and chong. <laughs> They have, did they have like a super big falling out? Yeah, I've never heard about this. Yeah, like, what you know that like Cheech and Chong. Like I don't they know exactly. Broke up? What, I don't know exactly. Yeah, but they broke up for like most of our lives. Wow. Like they only got back together a couple of years ago. Like right. Like they broke up in like I think the late eighties mm-hmm. as like a comedy duo. Didn't do anything for like twenty five plus years. Hold on, Cheech had that bit in UHF. Yeah. No, no, I'm not saying they didn't do anything. And right. Chong had. You oh, know, Cheech Marin had a whole bunch of stuff. Like, yeah. He, he, and Chong. He uh, met up with Robert Rodriguez and was just like. Let's do everything. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then Chong, you know, was on that 70s show. Mm-hmm. He uh, hide lived with them for a little while. Right. And yeah, but that's it. But they, I don't know, I, I don't know the specifics of what it was about, but they like did not do things it together. It was probably about weed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, but like, think about, think How about. How much weed? <laughs> no, but I'm like, think about what kind of a fight would break them up for that long when they're stoned all the time. Like, you'd like, like how, how like deep rooted it must've been for them. Not just been like, what are we fighting about? And also, I don't know, man. The, the, the amount of money that they probably lost from like breaking up them. Yeah. They're at the those, height uh, of their no, power. You know? No, 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 no. There's no. no way that happened because in the like Reagan era America, I'm sure weed humor was not welcomed with open arms. No, it totally mm. was dude. The Cheech and Chong movies, yeah. they were like, I was reading a thing about, like, the profitability of those movies because they shot them for, like, $5,000. Like, they were nothing movies. Yeah. They all got Yeah, really but we're talking, like, Reagan-era, war on drugs. Like, yeah, exactly. there must have been all kinds of trouble. There's always going to be movies. a counterculture that that is going to embrace that kind of stuff. Yeah, but there must have been a point where it was just fucking more trouble than it was worth. Hmm. So, yeah. Okay, so here they go. Years active, 1971 to 1985. And then... 2002 to present. Right. So, 1985 to 2002. So, 27 years? That's crazy. Like, no, 17 years. 85, 95, 2002. Yeah, 17 years. Yeah, so that's like pretty nuts. Discography. Teach and Chong. I want to just, I want to see something. Oh, shit. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to put any of this on the list? I, well, like, we haven't seen any of them really. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I some was of like, the movies we, we, I saw. Yeah, exactly. We've got I got it. some we movies I saw recently. I <laughs> okay, do it. Uh, so I saw Arrival, which okay. was nominated for Best Picture, uh, did not win and did not fake win either. Uh-huh. But uh, directed by Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, what have we seen from him that we like? I feel like 
He did something very recently that was. Well, he is directing the Blade Runner. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's up, up in smoke. Sorry. 1978 had a budget of two million dollars. Made 44.4 at the box office. Does not disprove me that the war on drugs was negative against it. That's two years before Reagan was elected. Okay. So what was? When was Reagan elected? 1980. So 1980 was the release of Cheech and Chong's next movie. <laughs> which had another box office take of $42 million. I can't imagine it had much of a bigger budget than that. Right. Let's see how they fared in 1980, 1981. So, like, h- nice dreams, where here's the cover of Cheech and Chong, surrounded by bikini-clad women, had a box office take of $37 million. Cool. Like, nothing, like, they didn't care about Reagan. <laughs> Reagan ain't gonna slow down Cheech and Chong from making nonstop. Like they're making these movies like one a year, <laughs> like, right? And they're just printing money. Things are tough all over. 1982, Reagan's been in charge for two years, had a budget of seven million, box office twenty one million dollars. Like yeah, they were when, not. I'm looking up when the war on drugs started. It didn't start when he came into office, but I don't know, man. I just I feel that like Cheech and Chong were like a like at that point they were already like a institution. They were in a movie called Evil Bong. Still smoking, 1983. I feel that, like, late first term, it made $15 million again. Like, it's on the decline, but also but that's their fifth movie in five years that probably has one joke, which is, we're so stoned! Like, is it funny? Kind of. I guess. Let's go back. Anyways. I don't think I've ever actually seen a Cheech and Chong movie. I've seen several. And? Anyway, so I saw Arrival. Okay. Yeah. Uh, killer good movie. Way better than I thought it was going to be. Yep. And in terms of like science fiction pedigree, it's it's up there with Contact. That That's movie pretty was, high praise. I think yeah. Contact was, but it, how does it like how does it hold against say like Close Encounters? Uh, less magic, more science, and very very intense. Okay. Hmm. How does it hold up against The Goonies? <laughs> way more aliens than the Goonies. Way more. Um, I really like Denny Villeneuve. He directed Enemy, which was fucking amazing about a man's relationship with his women and spiders. And this is uh, Jeremy Renner. So what's the plot of Contact? I mean, The Arrival. The Arrival. Uh, Twelve alien ships land on Earth. Mm-hmm. Are they different? No. Oh. Well, I'd be thinking about that. Yes, they are. They're 12 different ships. Yeah, but they're from 12. They're f- I meant like the same. You can't just let the man tell the story. No, but I was... I want to hear what's happened in this movie. They're the same alien, though. Well, no. Same species. Yes, they're the same species. That was my... I was like, oh, shit. Imagine a movie where like multiple aliens land at once. I thought that was the twist. Well, that's I, the Scream Queens version of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> 12 different aliens. <laughs> okay, 12 ships. Uh, they land all over the Earth, and they just kind of float there. And then they let people up to talk to them. But they don't speak English or any other Earth language. Don't they speak math? No, they don't speak math. How do you speak math? I don't know, man. They figured it out in Close Encounters. Actually, in Closer. Wasn't that? Didn't they f- decode the transmission? It was all, I don't know. Whatever. Fuck. Anyway. Okay, so whatever. So the one that lands in the States, they bring Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner. Uh, is the there like a selection process? Are the people unique in any way, or is it just like random? Yeah, she's no, she's a she's a linguistics professor, PhD. Okay. I volunteer renowned, for tribute. Mm-hmm. And had worked with the military before translating some terrorist documents, so she did have a contact with why they would bring her in. Right. Okay. And uh, Jeremy Renner is a th- theoretical physicist. Oh, yeah, he plays a, a scientist. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> makes and sense. They're like translator and one of the Avengers, please. <laughs> 
<laughs> These and, are our chosen communications. And people. it's cool because she's, she's got to break down the military, like her process of teaching them English. Right. And they have to like vet everything that she does. And she has to explain it like twice as good to the, the soldiers, yeah. and hmm. the CIA guys, because they don't want her to just be like, oh, hey, and also blow up the earth. Like, right. Accidentally or on purpose. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Makes sense. I guess this is all played really straight. Like, it's, like, very serious yeah. and clinical. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. And uh, there is a twist, which is a super, super spoiler. Um, but as she's communicating with them, worldwide tensions are also building up. Mm-hmm. As um, you do. As uh, China is, is convinced that they're posing a threat, so they're about to declare war on the aliens. And then mm. all the other countries who were it's working like the together. Thing. Yeah, they were kind of working together to, like, share information is what they're – they start to go dark, and then the states pulls the plug on their thing, and they're like, "We're not sharing information anymore." Hmm. It's it very serious, very interesting, and way more riveting and personal than I thought it would be. Hmm. At the end, really, really. I've, really heard, I've heard, I've heard super, super good things about it, but uh, I didn't. I thought it was going to be like an interesting little, expensive sci-fi movie, and it was like intensely marking. Wow, I, I, I liked it a lot. Noted. Yeah, totally. I saw John Wick too, guys. <laughs> Yeah. Talk about John Wick 2. <laughs> John Wick 2, the John Wickening. Mm-hmm. Now, first of all, start at the beginning, which is that I love that there's no tagline. It's just John Wick, colon, chapter 2. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't go like, go, like, die harder. They didn't go, like, anything. They John did. Wicker? Yeah, yeah. They, they were just like, John Wick, more of it. Like, that might as well have been, like, the, the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like, it's hard to, like, I mean, I it's hard to talk about John Wick with two without obviously referencing the first one is it just like it takes everything about the first one and like turns it up like ever so slightly okay like not not blow it out of the way <laughs> to kill his other dog oh man <laughs> <laughs> i i won't say whether or not they kill the dog but there is a second dog yeah because at the end of the first one he gets another dog yeah yeah, yeah. he has like a big uh, big pit bull yeah like and also the dog has no name that's just kind of like a running joke and they're like cute dog what's his name and like john wick's like he doesn't have one just like, uh-huh. you know, like, of course, so John, fucking cool. Yeah, like, right. John Wick doesn't name his name, and he's always like, "Good boy." Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, like, ah, the best. So the the movie, what it, the movie does really good in terms of actually just like straight comparison of like John Wick to John Wick Two. The comparison, the easiest one is Die Hard to Die Harder. Mm-hmm. Like where you're just sort of like, eh, okay, like is Die Harder better than Die Hard? And you're like, not really. But a big reason of why it isn't better than Die Hard is because Die Hard already did it. Yep. You know, and it was just sort of like, it's very good. It's bigger. It's better. It's yeah, whatever. exactly. That's yeah. it. But like, it, it kind of like, it suffers a little bit from the fact that you've already seen John Wick. Like, yeah. if you had seen John Wick 2 in a vacuum, you'd be like, what? But and you like, might even prefer it to John Wick the first because yeah, it would exactly. be more exciting and more whatever. And it would Yeah, be, exactly. Yeah. Like, going back might be a little bit weird, but yeah, you've already seen yeah. John Wick. So you already, like, you know, like, how he fights. And, and if you, you haven't, go see John Wick. Yeah. And yeah. go see John Wick too while you're at it. Like yeah. you know how he fights, like the super quick, like pop, pop, up, and like make sure he gets the headshot on everybody. Yeah. Like it doesn't like blow its wad in terms of like he, he doesn't like suddenly gain superpowers or whatever. It doesn't go like crazy. He still fights the same way. He still kills the same way. But what it does, which has me like the most pumped in the world, in like is that it expands the like John Wickiverse, mm-hmm. like which was already so tantalizing exactly. from the first one. So like for instance, they introduce uh, like basically. A, this is, I mean, it's the the catalyst for the whole movie. So, like, I won't like get into it too much, but like, it happens very early. So, this is like a minor spoiler. Is basically a guy shows up and is like, 
has this like coin which has like two bloody thumbprints on it and he was like uh so word is you're back in mm-hmm. i'm cashing in this that means you need to fucking do whatever i say so it's basically like a blood boon right and he's like no but i'm not back in that was like a one time thing and he's like you were never supposed to cash this in and he's like well i'm pretty sure that like all of bad guys dead goons and stuff like that says you were back in so you're back in like i was never going to cash this in if you stayed out but you did not stay you out you killed like 100 people but yeah. you did not stay out so as far as i'm concerned i have john wick on retainer because you gave me gave me a blood boon cuz he was the guy who helped him get out in the first place right so right. like that which is like you're like wondering like what would and like they don't even really explain how this guy did it but you're like yeah i guess like getting out of the world of you john wick ch- you chose to get back in yeah right. exactly but like getting out would be something you would like cash in a blood boon you're like i've met the woman of my life i would like i i want to change my life around i'm whoever there's no reasonable way to get out of this life mm-hmm. so i need to call in boon or whatever with the biggest boss there is okay so that's what happens so anyway and john wick is like man you don't want this and then he goes to go see Ian McShane, Ian Ma- and like they kind of they're like, well, like the council or whatever. <laughs> it's like they're like, there's no way out of it. It's like either you do it or we come after you. They put a hit on you, of, like an open hit on absolutely everybody, because like you're breaking the rules. You're breaking the rules. Yeah. And he's like, okay, so like, I guess I'm gonna do this thing anyway. And then it all goes to shit and like whatever nice. else. But it's just like, but it, it, it kind of like. <laughs> And he walks into the guy's house and shoots him in the head and goes home. I bet, <laughs> I bet John Wick shoots all kinds of people. <laughs> he, he, he does. He kills so many people. But yeah, exactly. But it's just like it, what it does is like it sets up the fact that there is this. I mean, like it was heavily alluded to in the first one that there is some sort of an authority that like enforces the they rules. They even name it. Don't they call it the authority? They might. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. When, that's they, it. when they come after Adrian Pudlicki for yeah. selling in the hotel. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's it. And like, and like the, the hilarious part is he goes to Rome and there's another Hotel Continental with like another person who runs it. So you're just sort of like, obviously there's someone who like runs off. Like there's like a fight that happens and like they smash through the window and they land in the lobby and like they both draw their guns and they're just be like, I will remind you there is no business conducted on the hotel grounds. And they're like, you still drink gin? Yeah. Bourbon? Yes. And then they go to the bar <laughs> and they just like sit down and have a chat. Like, <laughs> you know, they're just like, well, we're on the hotel grounds. Yep. So you may uh, as well get a drink. <laughs> may as well have a drink and we'll, we'll figure this out a little later. You Do know? you want to actually um, list this? Uh, yeah, we definitely this, need to list it. We have a few more minutes if we just want to. You said you wanted to. I saw, I saw two other movies. I okay. saw um, Moana, oh, uh, yeah. Disney movie. Yep. The Rock. With The Rock. Yep. And an entirely Pacific cast. Edo. Very interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like they went out of their way to get the voice actors. That's Correct. Nice. Okay. And I also watched Aliens yesterday. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Aliens. Yep. So good. Good movie. Yeah, but you're one of those people that likes Aliens better than Alien. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> huh? I mean, yeah. It's more of an action movie than a horror uh, movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, it's... And as far as horror movies go, Alien is up there, but it's not as high as Aliens is on the action movie scale. James Cameron, like... Yep. He knows what he's doing. Should have really Scott, though. All right. Here's yeah. a fun fact. I was watching the extended edition. Right. The one with the machine gun the scene. The machine guns. Yeah. Machine guns. The first time you see a freaking uh, drone yeah. in that movie is an hour and 15 minutes. They spend all that time world building and character building with yeah. the Marines. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It was, and, like, it rolls by. I was just like, Riss had to get up to go to the washroom, and I was like, pause. Hour fifteen. Yep. Wow. Yeah, yeah. There's that. That's crazy. Yeah. And then when shit goes down, it goes fucking down but hard. Like, yeah. But that that makes it 
worth it because a lot of the characters that die in that huge initial bloodbath, you've had at least a couple moments with yep. them. Yeah, they like they 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 wipe out like half the cast instantly, right? Like yeah. Frost, where's Bosky? Yeah, like, and they're like they're people. Yeah, like more than like the average movie would just be like, how do you feel today? I feel like I could take on the whole world, Sarge. <laughs> oh no, Jimmy! Yeah, no, he <laughs> was up for retirement tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess yeah. he didn't like the cornbread. They all have scenes together where they're talking about it. You know, yeah. Vasquez, man, Vasquez, Vasquez is a is memorable amazing, fucking character for like she gets like. Two minutes of screen time no, and delivers no, like five one-liners, no, and then she lives. She lives through t- till almost the end. Okay, still. But, but her partner, but her partner gets cacked in the first fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you have the, the bullet holding guy. No, that's Frost. He he dies right away. The yeah. other guy, the the blonde dude, gets cacked when he's the first guy to die from acid. Uh, he's yeah. outside the tank shooting, and they like start shooting other ones, and one blows up all over him, and he just melts. Nice. Yeah, Aliens yeah. is great. I also I had another movie oh, that I actually wanted to, to 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 slot in. We'll get to the ranking. I watched Edge of Seventeen, which is also like a new-ish movie. Mm-hmm. Like remarkably good. Like very very good. It was uh, the premise. Jennifer Garner nope. wakes up and she's thirty. No, that's sixteen again. No, that's sixteen going, going on, on 30. thirty. This movie is uh, <laughs> I can't remember who was written and directed by. Its cast is basically a bunch of nobodies and Woody Harrelson as a teacher. Okay. And the like, Sarah basically said it was, like, her own story at age 17. It's, like, a high school drama that's just written, like, incredibly smart, incredibly, like, you – the character you get fully on board with. She makes, like, a bunch of really bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I guess the crux of the story is she has one friend. Mm-hmm. Like, she basically – she's like, I didn't like anybody. I didn't like anyone in school. I was five years old. I hated going to school. Met this one little girl. We became best friends. The end. Blah, 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 blah. My brother was super popular. Everything went really good with him. And then her best friend basically starts dating her brother. And she's like, I have nothing. And I'm (laughs) 17 and it sucks. But just like super smart writing, super like relatable characters. On a scale of zero to Dead Poets Society, where does this sit? It's not nearly as serious as Dead Poets Society. It's a comedy. Okay. 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 okay, okay. It it plays very, very funny. But just really smart funny. Like just – you, hmm. You're laughing like I don't know. I, I just compare like, it to something. I like I'm. I, I have like a hard time even comparing it to something. Breakfast like, Club, Never yeah. Been Kissed. Not the same. It has more to, to imagine if like a movie like Days and Confused really like focused on one character. Like if it was just about like say like the Wesley Willis character in Days and Confused. But like pure comedy, not like yeah, yeah. Okay, but, but like Wy- Wiley Wiggins, not Wesley Willis. <laughs> that was a different movie. <laughs> that would be all Alanis Morissette. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, I got Wiley Wiggins confused with Wesley Willis, the alliteration. Wesley Willis was yeah. that big African American singer who always played uh, the same Casio tune, either at a different, slower, or faster speed, and then kind of did like freestyle spoken word. Nope. You, you've heard Alanis Morissette. You've had, or you've heard Alanis Morissette. Well, I know Alanis Wiley Morissette. Wiggins was yeah. the star. Wiley of Wiggins. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but like, if you imagine, like, I mean, she's not like Wiley Wiggins, but if you like pick right. a character from Days of Confused and you're just sort of like really focus on them. And you're like, it's not necessarily an ensemble piece. It's really like it's that kind hmm. of like, like Randall Pink Floyd, this movie, and um, Woody Harrelson. How does he? Woody Harrelson's hilarious in it. Like, Good for him. super, super funny. Like, he just plays the. He plays like the dry, uh, like doesn't want to be here. Don't doesn't give a shit. 
kind of uh, teacher, teacher yep. but who obviously, like, as a result, becomes the favorite teacher of the the person. Like, like one of the opening scenes is she's like, I want to, like, I want to kill myself, and, like, and blah, 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 blah. And he's just sort of like, well, you caught me at a bit of a situation because I was writing my suicide note <laughs> here that I get 32 minutes of time to myself every day, and this poorly dressed teenage girl ruins it every day. <laughs> and the cold embrace of darkness would be better than dealing with whatever drama she thinks is like coming at her like right now like that yeah. kind of humor You're Juno like, hey, Juno is a good comparison yeah Juno would be a pretty Juno without Sounds pregnancy like. right none of the gravitas yeah exactly yeah. like just a lot more of the mundaneness like, like nothing serious goes on to this girl she I mean oh yeah, it's Juno without the pregnancy whip it without <laughs> uh, the roller derby <laughs> Speaking, oh crap! I have, no, I have an Ellen Page thing, but we got to wrap it's up. Just, it's just okay. Ellen Page staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> I have that with the Moonlight Sonata playing in the background. Anyway. But yeah, Edge of Seventeen was way, 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 way better than uh, than I like. The, watch the trailer, I guess. You could have a pretty good bead on if you're going to enjoy the film on the trailer. The trailer doesn't right. give too much away, and it gives you an idea of the writing and stuff. Ranking the films. Um, you said literally nothing about Moana. I feel like we're not going to rank that. Yeah. Uh, well, I liked it. I liked it. Rank it. You can okay. put it in the kids' zone. Yeah. Um, I know. I, I, I can rank it pretty clearly. It's, yeah. it's a very much Disney movie okay. about uh, Pacific gods and a magic quest. And it was fun, and there were some happy songs. Neat. Where does it go? Uh, huh? Mordecai. <laughs> oh. Well, it's not as good as Song of the Sea. Oh, yeah. You said Song of the Sea was really good. Yeah, you were oh, all Song of the Sea was really, really good. Yeah. So go down under that. Cheech and Chong, still smoking. What? That's just what was literally Star oh. Wars The Force Awakens. Not as good as Star Wars. Yep. I wouldn't have. Okay. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Not as good as Harry Potter. X-Men Apocalypse. So I don't know. Ooh, see. better than X-Men Apocalypse. I don't know. Evil Dead? Hmm. Oddly comparable. <laughs> <laughs> Moana and Evil Dead. Uh, let me see. What's what's right under Evil Dead? X-Men Apocalypse. X-Men Apocalypse. It's there right, it is. Right there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do the Arrival? Yeah. Arrival, I'm, I mean, it's better than Star Trek, I'm sure. Like, just from based on... Yeah. Um, yeah. Jurassic, better than Suicide Squad. Not hard. Better than Star Wars Force Awakens, I'm sure. Ex Machina? Yeah. That's right where I'm looking, too. Hmm. I would say right under Ex Machina, right above Slow West. Neato. I w- wow. Uh-huh. Just from from the way you were talking, I would have put it above Ex Machina. But, but Ex Machina was also really, really good. Yeah. And I think if you guys have seen neither of them, I would recommend Ex Machina or Arrival. Okay. Like if you're into that kind of like dry science fiction movie, yep. you should probably watch X Machina first. Right. John Wick two. Mm-hmm. Good God, this really list is a little skewed. Like, what do you mean? All right, well let's start at Jurassic World. Better than Jurassic World, like significantly. Like I said, like I mean, I think the, like and remember, I know you guys haven't seen it, but like yeah. Die Harder to Die Hard is the like really really the comparison. All right, well, like it's clearly not as good as ja- as John Wick. Well, right. Let's go up a bit then. Deadpool. It's better than Deadpool. Okay. I would kind of, I would see it possibly right below Hook. Between Don't Breathe and Hook? Yeah. Better than Resolution, better than Deadpool, yeah. 
And it just, I feel it has a hard time cracking, like, pure gold. Like, for me, I'm a balance, bouncing around on Don't Breathe. Okay. I like, haven't seen it, so. I should, I really should. You really should. Yeah. It's so good. But it's better than Resolution. It is better than Resolution. Eh, might just go right up above Deadpool. Hmm. Because that's it. Like, I'm, I'm trying to, like, deduct the, the correct amount of points for, for the fact <laughs> that it is John Wick 2. Right. Like, mm. you know, like, if you're just like well like resolution in many many ways like like that's what i'm saying resolution and don't breathe both are more like creative films because yeah. like the amount of creativity it takes to make john wick and turn it up not a, lot. a notch is not like but a ton. how much fun would you go have if you saw it would you put would you would you recommend john wick 2 was more fun than deadpool yeah no it's it's 100 percent over deadpool red it's resolution it's it's resolution and don't breathe are like i said two very very creative horror films where they do whereas like, john wick 2 is not that creative yeah exactly yeah. It's, it's the creativity of don't breathe and resolution that are like tripping me up hmm. like in terms of fun i would put john wick 2 above both of them yeah but in terms of like creative force i'd put john wick 2 below them how do you guys feel what do you what do you what are you feeling about funness versus creativity as an abstract you're going to have three people over to watch a movie, and they haven't seen any of those three movies. Yeah, It's going to depend but what mood they're in. Like, yeah, they're exactly. very different films. Yeah, they're all super different. Have they seen John Wick 1? <laughs> Everyone's seen John Wick 1. Well. <laughs> then, it's underneath the, then it's underneath Resolution. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Hmm. Like, yeah, Resolution has the spark of something genius. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, so again, and Don't Breathe is also like right there. Yeah. yeah. So I say John Wick 2 goes underneath Resolution. Okay. Leaving room for John Wick 3 to take over Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got aliens to put on. Yeah. And that's a uh, top shooter. Is it a top shooter? Aliens. Hackers. It is better than Hackers. Better than Hackers. Is it better than A New Hope? Is it better than Cabin in the Woods? It is better than Cabin in the Woods. I do not necessarily agree with that. Again, you have to keep in mind the same thing that I did for John Wick 2, which is how creative does it take to be like aliens? There's a bunch of them. Well, that is re- like it's very It's perfectly executed. No, no. Yeah, that's the thing, right? It is, is that perfectly executed, but it's like they, the, the world. It's not more of the same. It's very different. It's an action movie compared to a horror movie. So they, they're very different but they beasts. Took, they took the one thing from the first one. And a lot of the tones and stuff are very similar. Mm, a lot okay. of the themes of, like, the folly of humanity, trying to, like, capture the alien, trying to, like, trying to harness the alien for profit. Like, a lot of the themes carry. Yep. yep and a lot sure. of the set pieces carry and the design of the alien carries. Like there's Characters are all of them the better, including Ripley, who is the same character. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I'm not. I'm not dis- trying to discount. Aliens. Also, the I'm queen saying, is a far better bad guy. But you don't get aliens without alien, is what I'm saying. It's that's fine. Whereas that's why I have a hard time putting it over Cabin in the Woods, is because Cabin in the Woods is like. But the difference is super creative. The difference is I feel that the sequel surpasses the original, where is the opposite of John Wick. Yeah, but I also disagree with you on that point. <laughs> like I'm a bigger alien mark than I am for aliens, and I love aliens. This I don't know. I, I, just, I, I could I feel see James going. Cameron really does more than what Scott does with Alien. So, but like, so like, I think we're really bouncing on above or below Cabin in the Woods. Above or below Cabin in the Woods, because yeah. I don't think Aliens can pass Back to the Future, or Ghostbusters, yeah. like no. So it's Close Cabin there. in the Woods. And again, like I said, <laughs> that, that's, that's, I mean, I mean, about the sets that are in Aliens, though, it's super good. It's a wonderful film, but but just like the. Paul Reiser is a 
heinous villain in that movie. Heinous. He's not heinous. He's like it's pathetic. Exactly. Yeah. But he does horrible you things. You hate him. You hate him you so hate much. Him so hard. He, he leaves the face hugger in Newt's room. Like that's, that's such a punchable face too. Oh God. But that's it. But Cabin in the Woods is just like it's oozing creativity, like in every second. Yeah. Playing everything perfectly. Uh, I know. Sitting down to watch both of them right now, I would turn on Aliens before I would turn on Kevin in the Woods. I feel like I've I've like seen Kevin in the Woods enough. Yeah, but that, but, but you only know? because you've seen Kevin in the Woods like five times in the last like two three years. That's it. Yeah, but <laughs> would you know what I mean? That's not necessarily like. Yeah. How many times? I, are... Here, here. If someone like my significant other said, "I haven't seen either of those movies," my reaction to Cabin in the Woods is like, "You should watch Cabin in the Woods," and for Aliens is like, "What?" Like, how have you not seen Aliens? Like, you have to. I would. You have to watch it. I would more easily, though. I would more easily recommend Cabin in the Woods than I would Aliens. No like, way. There's no way, man. It's Cabin in the Woods is is a narrow interest thing. It's like only people who get horror movies are going to get what's what really going on. And I'd be like, I'm going to judge you. Uh, of course, you're going to love Aliens. Fucking <laughs> 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 Ripley with the loader at the end. Get away from her, you bitch. That scene is amazing. A, f- a female protagonist at the height of 80s machismo. Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger movies, yeah. right? Uh, like, so you're giving it to Aliens? I, I, mean, think, I feel, I, I I feel that John is uh, John is sliding Aliens over. I'm doing cabins. it. I'm putting it over Kevin Owens. That's intense. Okay. I might regret that decision. Come morn. I, I watched it yesterday. Yeah, I, I, it's, <laughs> it's really good. Like I own like ten movies on Blu-ray, and Aliens is one of them. Mm. Cabin in the Woods is another one of my two. Yeah, <laughs> like they're movies that I was like, I would like to seek out the highest fidelity edge of, of 17 edge of 17 this is really interesting yeah looking at the list uh it kind of it jumps above funeral kings and okay. i feel it speaks to me a little more than stand by me wow uh song of the sea but that's it i don't know yeah, I, but i mean and having recently watched deadpool i would kind of i'd put it under deadpool in terms of like that Deadpool thing is going to fuck up the list because we were all super pumped when we put it on the list. Oh, uh, no. Rewatch it. We're, yeah. Like, honestly, rewatch it. Like, yeah, I wasn't as excited by it again. I was like, I had fun, but it was like a fun, schlocky. Yeah, but it yeah. still, it does Deadpool, like, perfectly. Like, I don't think, like, I, I rewatched it and was like, well. Okay, so just above Stand By Me underneath Song of the Sea. Song yeah. of the Sea is, is excellent. Like I said, it's, in terms of kids' movies, it's total level. Like, if, if Edge of Seventeen was out when i was in high school this movie like would have probably gone into my rotation with like hackers and empire records and Hmm. clerks like it's though like those like it's like i would just watch this movie better than clerks not better than clerks like i fucking love clerks man yeah i know i know we're we're talking about top shirters yeah (laughs) yeah clerks they're just gonna be hard when we get there (laughs) i i would have trouble seeing it less than five so weird, and it's, it's, but it's weird because it's also really rough. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah no, so Edge of Seventeen. Yeah. Um, you want to just put it under Deadpool? I don't know. Song of the Sea. It's like the it's uh, having not seen it. It's the comparison to my neighbor Totoro, and I was like, is Edge of Seventeen comparable to my neighbor Totoro? <laughs> 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 like, you know, like I'm like, there's a lot that it takes to. Uh, uh, I don't know about that, man. My neighbor Toto's got fucking levels. <laughs> it really does. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I would just put it right above Stand By Me. Right. Which is high. Which yeah, is high. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. a, like, honestly. For like, a teen girl drama comedy? Yeah. Which is what you, you're trying to sell to us here. Yeah, I just, I, I, it's better than Stand By Me. Like, I, w- I was like, I felt more 
That puts it above Funeral Kings. Above Coraline. Like I said, it definitely goes above Funeral Kings. So under definitely s- goes above Harry Potter. Definitely goes above Star Wars Force Awakens. Yeah. Like it, it's so like the the writing is so much better. Like I just one wow. thing one thing that I th- I can't say enough about Edge of Seventeen is that like this girl makes decisions that you don't want her to do and is like you it's I don't understand how like how to properly get it across. Like you know when your friend is making like a string of bad decisions, mm-hmm. but like you and you're like I'm mad at you for making these decisions, but I'm still your friend. Yep. This movie like makes you care about a character that way, where you're like you're making terrible decisions, but you're not becoming like insufferable in the right. process, like which is just like a to me like a brilliant feat of writing, where you're just sort of like she makes terrible decision again and again and again, and you're like you just want her to I like just, I don't know what that feeling is like at all. Because you never make <laughs> bad decisions, Scott. I just n- 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 none, none of your friends, my friends. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Is that like you, the for the writing to and the the actress? What are you saying, Keith? Are you saying you? Th- you feel that we make bad decisions all the time? I mean, like, we have. Like, we've had a pretty big string of bad decisions. Like, if you, like, look at us in our early 20s, there's a lot of bad decisions right there. Oh, Sterling. <laughs> Scott has never <laughs> made a bad decision once. It's like a giant crystal palace back there. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. Just to have, like, to have the writing and the acting uphold that kind of a vibe where you're, like, you're making bad decisions. I'm mad at you for making those decisions. Like, I want this character to, like, pull her head out of her ass and get her shit together. And it's still in theaters, or is it? Uh, it just came out on Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb, usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.